How do you create a culture of trust when you don't tell the truth and you protect people from what is? Hi, I'm Zach Aaron, and I've transformed the lessons learned in the rodeo arena into a successful 20-year career in entrepreneurial leadership, building teams, developing leaders, and helping companies thrive. Today, I coach Mavericks, artistic visionary business owners and entrepreneurial leaders on the wild ride of being the ultimate leader. Because true leadership is an art. It's not about what you do or how you do it. It's about who you're being. Leadership from the inside out. This is Being in the Arena. All right, here we are back in the arena. Today, I want to talk to you, the people pleaser, the one who cares about what others think of you, which in some way, that's everyone. To some degree, we all care about what others think of us. And the extreme of that is having to please everyone around us. And here's what I want to just start this episode with. Leadership and people-pleasing cannot coexist. So if you're aware of that part of you that wants to please others, that is the part of you that is going to diminish your ability to lead powerfully and to have impact and to have influence and the ability to inspire and grow those around you. People-pleasing is going to diminish all of that. I was in a, a leadership session with a team recently, and it's interesting. Sometimes there's these themes, and that, that's what inspires these podcasts. But this is the second or third session I'm in with a leadership team where somebody in the room is saying, I just... I'm just a people pleaser. And I go, oh, this is so hard. I, I, I avoid confrontation. I hate having tough conversations. I, per, I, I just tend to protect people. I don't, wanna, I don't want to hurt them. I don't want them to be upset. And, and at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a people pleaser. That's what I often hear. Something like that. I was in a session just yesterday and this individual, this leader, had somebody on his team that was not... We'll just say wasn't cutting it, was not living up to what the business needed from them and was creating a lot of complexity and a lot of handholding and distraction for the entire leadership team to execute and fulfill on their vision. And it was becoming an issue. And it came to light that, yeah, I'm just, oh, I'm just a people pleaser and I need to, I need to have the tough conversations, but it's just so hard because I'm a people pleaser. That's what he said. And, and that's what inspired me to create this episode. So if you're listening, you're like, oh yeah, me too. And I'm raising my hand too. I'm aware of this in me. I care about people. I don't like to see them uncomfortable. I don't like to see them having to feel the weight of a problem to solve. I, I don't like that. There's something about me that I want to take it on for them. I want to help them, you know? And there's a dilemma we get ourselves in as leaders. You cannot be a people pleaser and also be a leader. It does not work. And maybe it works. Maybe I, but again, don't listen for agreement or disagreement. Just listen for insight. I don't know if it's true, but I believe what I'm about to share with you is useful. It's been useful for me. It's been useful for a lot of those I work with. And it's all coming from a place of we cannot maintain our identity as people pleasers and be leaders at the same time. 
Here's why. Three reasons. Here's what I believe to be true about leaders. Now, look, I don't know if any of this is true, and I'm not here to argue that it's true. I have found it to be useful. So listen for insight, not agreement. Number one thing I believe leaders' jobs are to do in our organizations is to invite growth. Leaders invite growth. I don't believe leaders actually grow people or develop their people. I think that's a myth. We don't develop our people. No. Leadership, development, growth, that's a choice. And that's a choice at the individual level. And only they can make that. But what leaders do is they create an opening. They create an invitation for growth in the way that they are showing up for people, in the way that they're communicating to them, in the way that they ask more of people. That as a byproduct, people tend to grow in their presence. Leaders invite growth. And so if you're operating from a place of pleasing others, you are going to prevent them from growing. Let that sink in. If you continue to focus on pleasing those around you, you are preventing them from growing. You are. You are. Because what do we know about growth? Think back in your own life when you're growing the most. What's also true? Is there a lot of fear present? Is there a lot of self-doubt and uncertainty and anxiety even? If I'm going to answer for myself, yes, absolutely. Tons of resistance, tons of fear, tons of self-doubt and wondering, can I really do this? Am I, you know, like, and so if you are there to please others, you will never allow them to have that experience. And the moment you sense that there's a little bit of fear or anxiety coming, you will take it upon yourself to make it your responsibility to fix it. And that's putting a lid on growth, on their growth and your growth. Because now you're busy trying to keep them um, from feeling those uncomfortable emotions. And that's what's got your attention instead of your own personal growth and growing your business and your company. And so leaders invite growth. And if you're pleasing people, you are putting a lid on their growth. That's the first thing I want you to get. And again, listen, listen for insight. What about that resonates with you? What are some of the insights or things that you might be taking away? What might be true about that for you? How might you be preventing the growth of those of your team? Because deep down, you're a people pleaser. You, you want people to be happy. You're, you're worried about what they think of you. And so you manage how you show up for them and you filter what you say. And you're not really ever really saying what you think. You're not telling them your truth. Therefore, they never hear what needs to be heard. Might that be true for you? Where? That's why I want, like I create these episodes to just get you in touch with your opportunities to grow. Because just seeing it is like 90% of it. As soon as you see it, you're powerful. You can take the steps now to close those gaps. So leaders invite growth. Number two, you know, most people think leaders go last. Leaders are to be servants. They are to, there's a book out there, leaders eat last or something like that. But the truth is, I believe, again, I don't know if it's true. I find it to be useful. Leaders put themselves first, not in an egoic, like narcissistic way, I don't know, but they do put themselves first. 
they are constantly checking in with themselves, their own values, their own passion and purpose and creative expression. They're always checking in with what is true for them and what do they believe and what does their intuition. They are leading from the inside out. The best leaders do. So leaders put themselves first. They're always filtering everything through their own heart, their own mind, their own spirit. It's coming from within. Those are the best leaders. Now, when you lead from a place of pleasing others and worrying about what others think of you, you shut down that part of yourself. You do. You lose connection with yourself. You lose connection with your own internal values. And that's where all your impact and power resides. It is. So leaders put themselves first. They're constantly asking, how does this serve me? How does this serve my values? How does this further my vision and the impact I desire to make in the world? How does this contribute to the person I desire to be? Or how is it not? And they are 100% responsible of that. Able to respond, response able. Those are the best leaders and leaders put themselves first in that way. When you please others and you're looking, worrying about what they're thinking of you, you've lost touch with them. So again, I'm gonna check in with you. Where might this be true for you? Where are you taking your cues from everyone around you and not truly listening to your own truth, your own desired intentions and purpose and passion and values? And what might be the opportunity to do, to, to go within and lead from the inside out more? Because when I was an executive, and I don't care if you're an executive or a business owner, this is true. I've seen it play out for both types of people. But when I was an executive, vice president of sales of a $300 million logistics company, I would, every week we're in these executive leadership meetings and we had to prepare our data and our results for the previous week. And I spent so much time and intention making sure everything was tight, that I knew my numbers and, you know, and I said what I believe the room wanted to hear. And, you know, and I was so dialed in on that stuff. But deep down, I wasn't kidding. I knew that I wasn't keeping first things first. I was so focused on my appearance and how I was being perceived that it wasn't actually just having the impact I knew that I could have. I wasn't leading from the inside out. I was leading from the outside in, trying to live up to everybody's expectations. I wanted people to leave that meeting feeling happy, at least comfortable, even though deep down I knew something wasn't right. And instead of speaking to that and addressing that, the elephant in the room, I was showing them the numbers that I wanted them to see. And I was highlighting my, how we're making progress, even though I'm like this, there's something about this as it isn't working. And I was so afraid to put that on the table because what would they think of me? They would think I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'll lose my spot at the table. Like, because it was more important to me that I was accepted by them than it was for me to have impact and create the results that I desire to create. So that's an example of me putting myself last in a leadership context. So again, don't listen about me, listen about you. Where might you be doing that with your team? Afraid that maybe they can't handle what you really are thinking or handle the truth. So we sugarcoat it and we filter what we say because we don't want to create any discomfort in them. That's a lack of leadership. Can you see that? Okay, number three, leaders expose rather than protect. I believe great leaders are great coaches. And what a great coach does is draws people out 
and exposes them to themselves. They draw people out and expose themselves to themselves, to them, to their self. And that's an interesting way of saying it, but I think you get what I'm saying. We draw people out, we hold up a mirror and we help expose who the other person is being, how we're perceiving them, how the world is perceiving them so that they can address it. Leaders expose rather than protect. We have this innate, we just, we, we kind of t- take on this parent, parental identity, the identity of a parent, and we want to protect our people. And again, that diminishes your leadership. Stop trying to protect your people. They are adults. They are powerful. Stop treating them like children. Leaders expose. They don't protect. If you catch yourself protecting people from their own emotions, just listen to, like, that is what you're doing, protecting people from their own emotions. So it's no wonder people aren't growing. It's no wonder you're frustrated and nothing's really changing. Because back to number one, growth is uncomfortable. Growth is fear. Growth is anxiety. So if you want your people to grow, and if you want to grow, you have to be willing to be with those emotions that are uncomfortable. So. Leaders expose, they don't protect. So where might you be doing this? Where might you be filtering what's true in order to protect your people? Here's an example. I was working with a leadership team and they are looking over the next 90 days and the business is going to lose money. They don't have enough work to keep everybody busy. And the discussion was around, what will we tell our people? and the conversation around like, well, let's just keep them busy. Maybe they don't need to know. And, you know, it was, the conversation was on how do we protect them from the feeling of anxiety that we are feeling right now that we don't have enough work coming in. The truth is, you know, six months out, stuff's going to be starting and it will be fine. But it's just, there's this period of time where we don't have work. They won't have work. There won't be profit. And they came to the decision like, well, we're going to ride this out. We're not going to let people go. And it's just going to be a little slow for a while. And then it came to, well, what are we going to tell our people? What are we going to tell them? And, you know, well, maybe they won't realize that they don't have any work to do or, you know, and then quickly it's uncovered like, well, that's going to be hard to hide, you know? And and so what are we going to tell them? You know, and then the CEO is like, well, I can tell them, you know, tell them like we're stabilizing and we're laying a foundation for the future. And, you know, like we're we're putting frosting on dog poop, guys. You know, come on. Like it just, it is. It doesn't have to be good or bad. It just is. And the more you try to protect people from the truth, the more you're destroying trust in your own organization. I didn't say it so convicted, but I raised that question. Like, what if by not telling the truth? Because earlier we were talking a lot about trust. Like, ah, we need to create a culture of trust. Well, how do you create a culture of trust when you don't tell the truth and you protect people from what is? So I felt like I just got on a little rant there, but I'm passionate about this stuff because people are powerful. Your people are powerful. I'm inviting you to treat them like adults and expose the truth. And But then show them the type of leader that you are and how you navigate them. Show them who you believe them to be in the midst of a crucible. Those are the most powerful leadership opportunities. Don't waste those. Tell the truth. Invite people in and rally around it and move forward together, knowing full well what you're up against so that you can create 
new possibilities. Okay, so this is all about people pleasing and protecting people and how that totally takes you out as a leader. So here's the takeaway. You know, if you haven't already, I'm assuming, I believe you already are seeing some things you haven't seen before in yourself and you have some things to go address, which is amazing. That if you do, great. But if to summarize all of this, what if you were to shift from pleasing others to being of service? Because here's what I know about those that are pleasing others. They care deeply for people. They are compassionate leaders. They are heart-centered leaders. They want people to succeed. They care so much about people. I had a woman in a workshop and I was kind of sharing some of this and she kind of raised her hand. She's like, this is gonna be hard for me because I'm, I do have this motherly instinct and I just, I care about people and I, it's so hard for me to see them hurting. And I just, I, I come in, I want to help them. And I looked at her and I said, here's the thing. I'm going to challenge you. I basically posed the opportunity for her that what if you aren't serving them enough? What if you aren't caring deeply enough? I think there's a whole new level of service and care that we can provide people as leaders in the form of no longer coddling them or holding their hand or protecting them, but no longer being the caretaker, but truly caring to the level that we're coaching them up. We're inviting them to grow. We're asking more of them, showing them who they truly are to themselves to where they transform as a result of who we're being in, for, in, in with them. So what if you're not serving deeply enough, caring enough? So what does this truly look like? Well, it's back to the three traits. You are inviting people to grow, which means you are inviting people to feel uncomfortable emotions. It is okay. And you can learn to acknowledge and validate. It's understandable that you're feeling some anxiety or some fear right now or some self-doubt considering you're growing and that's what growth feels like. But from where I sit, you're right where you need to be. What's your next step? How do we continue to build upon this instead of jumping in and rescuing them? Or, and then the last, you know, the second one, are you listening to yourself and telling them the truth? Are you protecting them? Or are you inviting them into what is and so that you can co-create a new possibility together? So I hope this helped you I, because pleasing everyone is going to lead you to leading no one. You can't do both. That is the leadership dilemma, caring deeply for people, but then being willing to be a great coach and to create an environment where people truly are growing and getting a greater sense of who they are. And the only way you do that is you got to let them feel the feels and wrestle with stuff and go through it just like you have as a leader. So I hope this is a, a beneficial episode. Pick one thing, one thing that you're going to bring into your team and, and inform how you show up differently to truly lead them going forward. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode.